Libertarians podcast episode 295. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey guys. And special guest Jason Bassler of the Free Thought Project. Hey fellas. Hey, hey. Th- thanks for uh, being here tonight, Jason. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah, man. Um, so we want to ask you about like a bunch of stuff, you know, and uh, we want to ask you stuff. Uh, I don't. I mean, you know, we're of course we're very familiar with the Free Thought Project. We've worked with you guys uh, for years there, right? Um, but you know, and we want to make like our entire audience familiar with you. You know, um, so like, just tell us about the Free Thought Project. When did the Free Thought Project start? Sure. Yeah. So the Free Thought Project. Uh, me and Matt connected. Matt Savoy, Matt Agarist, around 2013. Um, prior to that. We were both working in separate worlds of the internet. I had started a few Facebook pages, uh, one being Police the Police, a few others, Vias for Voluntary. Um, and Matt uh, was working for a website, writing articles, and we both got hired onto this website. And it was kind of our niche. It was a little outside of it. It was more um, like health science kind of stuff, and it just wasn't quite our niche. So we kind of realized that we could kind of do the same thing, but more effectively. So we branched out and started the Free Thought Project yeah, in uh, October 2013. And boy, it's been a very interesting ride since then. Um, had some ups, had some downs, uh, met a lot of passionate, um, awesome activists and, and journalists and um, influencers over the years. So it's been quite a ride. Um, I'm sure you remember the the great tragedy, the mm-hmm. the purge. That was uh, certainly purge. one of the lows. But yeah, life goes on. Yeah, um, exactly. That was uh, I think that was like October of 2018, and uh, you know we were working with you guys, the Free Thought Project. We, um, you know, we let we let you guys use our page, and you let us use some of your pages, and you know we were just working together, and it's like. You know, we, we both had um, like liberty as our goal, you know, so it's we had this like great networking thing, you know, of like a, just a bunch of like liberty pages working together to get the, the word out there. And right. like w- one thing that, that like, like I have to say, um, I'm sure I've said this before, but it's, it's like you guys, um, you, t- you sp- specifically, Jason, because like you were always kind of like my contact at the Free Thought Project, but you just showed me so much about how Facebook runs and about like how to get the most out of your page like reach wise and awesome. you know, yeah and I, I learned a lot of that from uh you know just when i was uh an uh editor on police the police you know sure and yeah and, and i saw like the reach you were getting and the way you guys were scheduling things you guys were scheduling like posts like once every hour you know to not like drown other posts out Everything was just thought out really well, and uh, I mean, you guys were like making like major like inways, you know, and uh, you guys were like growing the freedom movement. I think uh, punk rock libertarians was growing the freedom movement too, but then Absolutely. you know, then then Facebook throttled the both of our pages, you know, and then eventually after after they throttled them like horribly, eventually they just like fucking went up and uh, deleted them, 
Right. Now, now, you guys, have you guys had Facebook pages deleted since then? Yeah, so we're actually on the fourth carnation now, the Free Thought Project. So we're on wow. Free Thought Project 4.0. We're on uh, Police the Police 3.0. The good news is they haven't taken down either of the pages since, um, let's see, July of last year. So mm. we're nearing the year mark on both of them and still did it be determined, you know, obviously if they take it down again. But we're actually pushing uh, almost... 860,000 uh, followers on police to police in less than a year. So wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's a demand for this type of information, obviously. Right. For sure. So yeah. I can't Especially take all, now. The, all the credit, but yes, exactly. And I, I think kind of highlights um, how important this kind of information is too. you know, specifically the police accountability. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd say we probably kind of thrived because uh, also because we're not quite in the BLM niche, you know, like we're more of like the libertarian version or flavor of police accountability. No, it, 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 dude, this is, I, I say this all the time too when I, when I talk about your page because like, dude, I'm a huge fan of your page. I still have my like free thought project t-shirt and it, it's one of my favorite t-shirts, dude, because I really like stand behind your, your fucking website, dude. You guys are just great. And, you know, I knew this firsthand from uh, working with you guys and you guys are really just like the nicest people. And I mean, you're just, you're just like all about, um, police accountability, you know? Sure. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, no, no, I was, was going to say, man, that there, there certainly, uh, there is a science to some of this stuff and yeah, we were networking. We were doing everything that Facebook said we were supposed to be doing. There was nothing outside the context of their, you know, community guidelines or whatever, uh, we were basically networking. There was a, a handful of us that would share editor privileges on each other's pages. And yeah, we shared information. Um, of course, they turned that on its head and all of a sudden that turns into inauthentic coordinated behavior, you know, and all, <laughs> all of a sudden that's a bad thing. So apparently. is that is that the reason? Do they actually give you a a justification for taking your pages down? And Kind of, yeah, kind of, and they kind yeah. of didn't. So that was one of them, but here's the thing. They took down about 850 accounts and pages at the same time. So this is a blanket statement that they gave to everybody. So exactly, but it was that it was fake accounts and they claim we were spamming, which I mean, both of those things are kind of vague and arbitrary, you know, and it's like, okay, so we're spamming. Like, what does that mean to Facebook? What does that mean to the rest of the internet? I mean, and this was, this was right after Zuck, uh, Zuck went in front of Congress, right? Wasn't this like right after that? And they said, well, you've got to make sure there's no elect, electra, uh, electoral interference going on. Right. And then yeah, all of a sudden absolutely. we're gone, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he, he was getting sweated down. It, it makes sense from a business standpoint. You know, you're going to try to remove the quote fringe as sure. they labeled us, the mainstream media labeled us. There was a couple kind of strange coincidences that happened with that whole thing and how it went down. Uh, Facebook and Twitter both removed our accounts on the same day. So both Police to Police and the Free Thought Project mm-hmm. were both removed by both of those separate entities yeah. on the same day. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little strange, right? And then <laughs> also, sure, right. Um, <laughs> I happened to see on uh, the LA Times, 20 minutes after the page got taken down, they had their own narrative already. Um, they, you know, they're explaining what had happened from the you know uh, narrative that they were probably fed by Facebook or who knows. Yeah. But it was it was amazing how fast that happened. You know, where we got yeah. the notification, the page was down, and then all of a sudden I'm reading about it on the internet 20 minutes later. Right. 
Yeah, I remember, uh, I think both Matt and I had to, our, not only did the, the page get taken down, but our accounts, our personal accounts were flagged. And we had to, I had to like take a picture of my face and send it in, right. which I was reluctant to do, but I ended up conceding. But yeah, it was, it was a wild day. Sure. I remember uh, Bergman actually called me, I think maybe like half hour, hour after it happened. And I was like, shit, man, like I just can't talk right now. I think yeah. I'm going to have an anxiety <laughs> attack. Like I just need to walk or something or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bad yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly six yeah, dude, It's fans. fucking crazy. Well, yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, it's with with punk rock libertarians. I mean, you, you know as well as we do. I mean, you were you were a, an editor on the page. You know, we had one hundred ninety three thousand people, and that was a page that I started in two thousand ten. That page was my baby. You know, and right. like, I I collected the, all the people, and of course, like there there was a point in time when we were gaining like a thousand people in a day, and you know, Facebook like traumatically uh like throttled our reach like long before this but it's still it fucking stung dude when that page was deleted i mean it still still fucking pisses me off (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly dude we were reaching i mean we were reaching crazy numbers on a good week you know like up to like 50 million i mean i have screenshots of it and it just blows my mind now you know like that's a lot of fucking people and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it makes sense in other ways, too, you know, if you want to go down this conspiratory route and, you know, who's behind Facebook's decisions and who they've partnered with and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. It still stings every day, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I see a lot of our competitors. I mean, you know, quote, competitors are mostly friends in the liberty movement, but, you know, they've continued to grow. I remember, well, like, you you know, Jason, I I just always figured that the Free Thought Project were obviously in cahoots with Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they muddied the waters pretty well, man. I'm not going to lie. You know, that was one of the narratives, too, that they were throwing out there. Um, it, it happened, our purge happened, like, before a big purge of different Russian uh, groups and pages mm-hmm. as well. So it, it's just really confusing to the general public who isn't, you know, following this stuff with a magnifying glass like we do. Now, like the, the Free Thought Project nowadays, like you don't have as, as quite as many people writing for you as you did at, at a time, right? Because, I mean, now it's just not really tangible to be able to do that, correct? That's correct, my friend. Yeah, yeah the ad uh, revenue that we were bringing in because we had the amount of fans we did. Exactly, yeah. You had more reviews and stuff. So it, it's really like, uh, you know, Facebook have really like fucked up like, uh, you know, one of the most popular... Um, alternative media pages like for me it was it was my favorite alternative media website you know it still is but I mean, you know facebook just really fucking fucked you guys like bad um like is is anti-media doing anything anymore it, it looked like a while ago like they were not doing much at all i mean carrie wedler's still doing her own thing um you know she was the editor-in-chief there nick uh, yeah. burnaby um is now helping mind unleashed which is that bigger Facebook page. I think yeah. he's the editor-in-chief there. But otherwise, no. I mean, it's pretty much um, dead, unfortunately. I think they still post occasionally on their Anti-Media UK page. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's gone. And unfortunately, that's what that's the effect that had on a lot of smaller outlets and a lot of smaller pages. I mean, do you guys kind of remember like around 2014, 2015, like everybody was making Facebook pages and there was like actually kind of fun because you had reach... You had like an audience and then, yeah, as you had mentioned, Matt, like they continued to, uh, 
kind of take away the fun element and started throttling us and still uh, doing these shadow bands and, and 30 day bands right. and this and that. And uh, it just takes kind of the fun element out. And it was also making it much more difficult for um, the smaller outlets to make any money through ad revenue. Dude, once I call it, I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, dude, I know you've been banned like so many fucking times, dude. <laughs> like Jason Bassar, what do you have? Like 69 Facebook accounts? <laughs> I only have one now, man. I'm trying to play fair and square. I know. I'm just fucking yeah. with you. I'm just fucking with I mean, I'll admit it. I've got two. Um, but like one time I actually called a ban because I was like talking about no effects albums and they have an album right. called White Trash Two Heaps and a Bean. It's one of my favorites. And since I said white trash, like I named an album, like I called a Facebook band for saying the term white trash. Sure. Yeah. Uh, man, I have horror stories as well. I got a 30 day ban for posting a picture of ET that said something along the lines of like him being an illegal alien, uh, ET being an illegal alien. And like, that was enough for the Facebook, uh, algorithms to put me in the gulag for 30 days. So so, like, I've got a question. So, do you think, like, a lot of these bands are coming from, uh, like, real people, like, real SJWs policing stuff? Like, or do you think it's kind of more of, like, a bot? It's definitely a bot. It's definitely algorithms. That's, um, what, I would, that's, that's what I think, too. They're just and, badly trained at this point. Yeah, totally poorly coded. Um, there's, yeah, so many errors and issues that we run across. I mean, Facebook is infinitely glitchy, glitchy always. Okay. You know, and if there's anything that happens, like everybody's quick to point out as being like a conspiracy theory or, you know, they're doing this or they're doing that to block us. I'm like, no, like it's probably just a glitch because Facebook is terrible in that department. Yeah. So like, like I have a question. Were you ever able to talk to a person at Facebook about the deletion of your page? Anybody from the Free Thought Project? Not through their mechanisms. We actually reached out to a couple people on LinkedIn and they happened to be fans of the Free Thought Project and Police the Police and Facebook employees. I still talk to them to this day, although their hands are kind of tied to a certain extent as to how much they could help us. But as far as through the official channels and trying to get like an appeal and talking to a, a human about any of that, no, absolutely not. And they've never actually answered any of our appeals and any of the pages that they've taken down. Yeah, because like yeah, they never I, us yeah, I appealed it and they never they never answered us. Um, right, it's just crazy, dude. I mean, we have a friend whose account. I mean, this is separate, but he his personal account was completely banned, like perma banned for for what seems like no reason. And he's uh, they they didn't give him any any reason. He's he's tried to appeal. He's tried to every. Like for weeks, he was every day just sending in an appeal, right. nothing. And right. I mean, this guy's just a normal guy. He's a he, you know he shares stuff from our page. He's been on the podcast. It's like <laughs> it's, I've it's seen wacky. that. I've seen that before. Uh, Luis Fernando Mises. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah, seen him around, yeah. yeah, he's one of my good friends, and he was blacklisted for probably about a good six months. He actually had mm -hmm. to use somebody else's account completely, like one of his female friends, just to like make any posts or communicate with anybody. I don't uh -huh. know exactly how he resolved it, but I mean, he was using everything. He was using um, VPNs and, and different ways of trying to get around the Facebook security. And every time he'd start a new account, they would take it down. So yeah, wow. they're certainly more and more advanced and yeah. still not to the point where I feel like <clears throat> they're winning. 
Like I still feel like there's ways around almost all of their, you know, bands or, or whatever. Yeah. With like sock accounts, sure. um, you know, sharing different editor and stuff <clears throat> privileges. Hey, there's Matt. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing we have on our side right now is that there are these workarounds to try to get around their, their bands. And that's why, you know, we continually say like, no matter how many times they take us down, we're just going to keep popping back up and we've had success with it. So um, yeah, Matt Agaris just, just joined us. And uh, Matt, you're, you're also, you're one of the co-founders of uh, the free thought project, correct? I think his audio just connected. Yeah, my audio just connected. Sorry, I didn't hear okay, what you sweet. said. I said you, you were one of the co-founders of the Free Thought Project, correct? Yes, yes. And uh, sorry I'm late, man. I have crazy emergency just now. <laughs> Dude, um, I hope you found your dog. Yeah, we got her. Okay, awesome. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So... <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, so you're one of the co-founders and not only are you the co-founder, like, dude, like you, you've definitely written more articles for the free thought project than anybody else who writes for the three pro for, for the free thought project. Correct. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I've, I've far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. It's like, it, it's crazy. It always like blew my mind. Like you just really get it done, dude. So, Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we've, we've been talking about, um, you know, like all sorts of stuff, you know, specifically the whole, like all the bands and stuff, you know. And one of the things I wanted to ask you guys is, uh, like, where do you think, like, social media, like, goes from here? Like, is there, is, is Facebook still, like, the best thing for, um, for what you're doing? Or do you, are you, do you think there's a better, like, social media website that you've discovered? Well, I mean, we're on basically all the other ones out there. You yeah, know, yeah. There's an emerging market for it, so uh, it's just like, not like, yet. Like, how are Minds and Miwi doing? Did you uh, are you doing much over there right now? Or yeah, so we post on both of those uh, on a daily basis. Um, usually, like four to five posts a day. Um, so our Miwi has like fifteen hundred followers. Our Minds has like five point one thousand. So yeah, I mean, it's not huge you know but but for, you get better reach over there no i wouldn't say better reach i mean unfortunately as of right now facebook is still like 96 percent of our traffic if not more so well yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if you get like say you got like five thousand say you got five thousand followers on fucking minds right mm -hmm. like i wonder like like how many of your five thousand followers are going to see your post? You know, are you getting a better reach per? You know what I mean? Like a higher percentage of your followers can see your shit. Well, there's no algorithm on uh, mine, so that's actually a positive. But um, it does show you actually your views for each post. So on average, I'd say they have somewhere close to three to five hundred on average views. Um, the one good thing about mine's though is you can boost posts which is kind of a, a, a nice feature for trying to get specific content out to a larger audience. Nice. So it, it sounds like you're a little hopeful then as far as like social media getting better. I wish I could say that, man. I just, it's about adopting all these new platforms and, I think there's certain niches like the alt-right, for instance, uh, has kind of adopted Gab. And that's not 100%, but I'd say a large portion of their audience 
has kind of uh, shifted over there. So, I mean, if we could do the same thing for libertarianism and kind of commandeer like, one of these sites, then I think there would be more effectiveness. Like, are, are you guys on Gab? Yeah. Okay. How do you do over on Gab? Not very good. Uh, we've only been on there for maybe uh, three or four months, but we have like 140 followers. So it's just, like I said, kind of a different niche. Um, yeah. It's still so right. small that unfortunately for the time being, like Facebook is the top dog and it's going to be for a while. And oh, shit. I say that for a couple of reasons. Um, it is nice to have your home base, like on a certain platform, of course, like it would be great if yeah, more libertarians started to adopt minds. But at the same time, at least our focus and our mission with the free thought project is to kind of plant seeds and share some of these liberty ideas with people who aren't maybe quite familiar with them. Right. So if that is our, our agenda and our focus, then we're going to probably want to be where more of the normies are over on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I agree 100%, dude. It's like, it, it, and that's what it seems like with like Minds and MeWe. It seems like there's like, you know, everybody I know over there is like, you know, are like libertarian friends. Like, I don't know anybody. I don't know any normies over there, you know? And it's kind of like, you know, if you want to spread the ideas, which is like why we all do this, you know, we want to spread the ideas. It's right. you've got to be where the normies can see the ideas, right? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. How do, how do you guys do over on Twitter? You know, uh, before the purge, yeah, this is all my like feel. The social media stuff's kind of more me, where Matt does more of the writing. But um, before the purge, we had like nearly fourteen thousand fans, and then I think ten or eleven thousand fans on the other on the other account. So we were doing decent, but now it's it's very slow going. Yeah, it's hard to build um, build a following yeah, on there. It really is. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, at this, at this point in time, I'm maybe a little paranoid, but we don't know if there is some like uh, behind the scenes throttling or something going on with our accounts, you know, just because it, we've already been taken down once Yeah, um, from there. So. Sure. Okay. So um, like Matt Agrist, um, I, I want to ask you some stuff cause like you weren't, you know, you weren't able to attend the first part of the podcast. It's, you know, you guys have been doing police accountability like long before there was a term, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, like long before you guys were doing this stuff. Yeah, exactly, dude. You guys have been doing this, this shit for a long time. <laughs> now, like, so what do you, what do you think, what do you think now? Like, like where has like, uh, where have we gone? Like, do you think, do you think right now we're going to see some like positive change out of the protests that are going on? Well, I mean, for, for the first time since I can remember, we have a bill to end qualified immunity on a federal level. We have another, and these are this is conservative, um, you know, representatives doing this. We had Justin. No, that was a, that was a libertarian. The first libertarian congressman did that. Right, right, right. And then, yeah. but then you had Rand Paul who proposed ending uh, no knock raids on a, on a federal level. Federal as well. level. So, yep. These are some these these are some big changes, <laughs> man. See, oh, sorry. My, <laughs> there's the dog that ran away earlier. Confirmed. <laughs> and uh, uh oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. I think he's uh, yeah, putting away his pocket. So yeah, I think, I think we're optimistic for sure to see at least um, it being more in the mainstream. Um, so I'll I'll let Matt speak on that. But I think yeah, are, yeah, man. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Uh, like I, if, if, if I'm not a scatterbrain, I'm not a space case here. I got uh, four kids sleeping over here right now, and my 
dog's going crazy and my wife's not here. So I'm trying to handle all this at once and do this podcast. But, uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, this is, there's some unprecedented bills moving through the gears right now, but you know, this has been, people have been protesting police brutality for, <clears throat> for way before I was born, you know, sure. and, um, and incremental change hasn't led to much, you know, we've got a bigger police state, we've gotten much worse. So I try to take hope in like the stuff that I see, excuse me, I'm out of breath from running <laughs> from, uh, from the stuff I see in the pipelines, you know, that's proposed by these, these lawmakers, but, um, you know, is it going to lead to any positive change? We'll see. I mean, the defund police thing, that's okay. I don't think it really has any teeth in it. You know, I mean, that's just going to divide the country more. There's half the people that want police. The other half, they think they want to defund the police, but then when it comes time, you know, they're going to be calling 911 and still want the police too. So we need to, we need to propose like some, demonopolized solutions to policing which we we do on the free thought project all the time you know so that's that's the conversation we're trying to interject right now and um two of those things are happening ending no-knock raids and ending predatory policing and qualified immunity so which is pretty cool yeah for sure yeah um well what do you think about like i just saw like an interview and in, like the this is in the past few days where like one of the founders of black lives matter um, referred to herself as a quote unquote trained Marxist. Yeah. And I mean, there is a, undoubtedly a Marxist element and faction to that whole movement. Uh, but I mean, does it define the entire movement? I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. You know, uh, there's people that like can't stand black lives matter. And I mean, the, you're not going to get anywhere <laughs> by just, you know, saying all lives matter, all lives matter. You know, that's like, there was some comedian said, do you go to a, a cancer benefit and then run around saying there are other diseases too. There are other diseases too, you know? Right. The, totally. Totally. So, um, totally. But, but, but you guys, you guys were always like a page. You guys never like really race baited like other pages do. You know, right. like, like I, 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 I noticed like so many times you didn't see a bunch of headlines like white officer kills black man. <laughs> it's like you guys didn't race bait like that, dude. So then, and you guys were doing like police accountability, like hardcore well before there was ever even a black lives matter term. And it's like, like, like kind of my fear with black lives matter sometimes. Like, I mean, the cool thing about it is it's, it's nice to see any attention brought over to uh, any sort of like police brutality, you know? But, um, you know, I feel like the bad thing about it is it makes it more of like a race thing than a police state thing. Because, like, I mean, this shit's happening to fucking everybody. This is true. It does happen to everybody. Um, however, the reason that Black Lives Matter exists is because it does happen to black people disproportionately. And, um, you know, that's why they're saying that. There's an implicit two, T-O-O, at the end of that Black Lives Matter. And that's why they're doing that. You know, like, yeah, I yeah, mean, no, no, you got to give I'm black people arc. credit. They're the only ones standing up and trying to stop this shit, you know? <laughs> like, right. White it's people are like, well, well, fuck it. If you don't break the law, you have nothing to worry about, you know, until yeah, it's, it's like, their grandpa getting fucking shot in the head, you know? Or, no, right. yeah, totally, man. But uh, I'm saying, okay, now that, it's, now that it's out there, I mean, it's fucking... Because, I mean, you know, dude, dude, you've been railing against this shit, like, forever, dude. And, yeah, uh, yeah. We got to do well, something about the police state. The, 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 <laughs> that's the whole thing is what we, we call, I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago calling out uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, like because they're, 
if you go to the blacklivesmatter.com website, I'm not calling them out for any Marxism or any of their ideological beliefs or anything like this or racism or anything like that. I'm calling them out because the solutions they're proposing are bullshit. You know, defund police, they have like a, a, a 400 word article on defunding the police. That's their, that's their solutions in their manifesto. They don't, they don't talk about anything about ending the drug war or, uh, or yeah. ending predatory policing or anything like that. You know, they don't talk about ending victimless crimes or anything, mm-hmm. but they're, they're just, they're kind of misguided in that, in that sense, you know, that, and then, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the ties to the DNC and it's all establishment based and they can't get rid of the drug war and police state. So <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, if, if black lives really matter to you, then fucking advocate ending the drug war. That's how you, that's how you yep. make this shit stop. You drastically 100%. decrease the police state when you win the drug war. And you drastically decrease the police state when you stop uh, people, you know, policing for profit, like for fucking window tin, license plate lights, and fucking seat belts. All this stupid shit that people, that cops use to pull black people over on the majority, and um, and use that to fish for other crimes. I don't like, think that's what that's, this is. I don't think that would divide the country necessarily as much as defunding the police would either. Right. It wouldn't at all. It would yeah. be like you know, I mean, there you'd have some fucking Bible clutching, fucking hardcore old ass conservatives being like, "Oh, we can't legalize drugs," you know. Yeah. They'd be like, no fucking world's going to end. And I mean, the, the question of that is like, if drugs were legal, would you fucking do heroin? You know, like, like, like Ron Paul asked Mitt Romney in that uh, famous debate in 2012. Right. Mitt, would you do heroin if it was legal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it shut his punk ass up. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's some real solutions. And that's why we, we keep, I mean, you've probably heard me say this a million times. I, I, I constantly preach to try to end the war on drugs because that's the, that's one of the main facets to the police state. That's their, their fucking hooks in America yep. because yeah. there's money and there's, there's fear and there's a purpose, you know, to, to this police state when there's the war on drugs. Yeah, dude. I mean, personally, I would say that's number one. Um, like it's first, like the, the, the whole thing though, you know, I, I kind of like war is like a big thing too, you know? So for me, it's between like war and the war on drugs, which I guess they're both war, right? <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's really all the government does. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, dude, um, hey, guys, um, th- thanks a, a ton for coming on here. Um, it's, it's been a blast. Um, do, do you guys have anything that you want to plug before we end this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I could probably go for another 15 minutes or so if Matt can. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you want to go longer, it's totally up to you. We, we, we can go for a little while. Yeah, sure. I got about 10 minutes. Cool. Okay. Wanna, yeah, let me rant a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, man. Yeah. yeah, I get long-winded, man. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, well, dude. This is good because we've been meaning to do a podcast about this subject anyway. So we'll just uh, <laughs> yeah talk about some of this stuff. Yeah, we, what are your we're thoughts also on the- anti-war over the Free Thought Project. You know, we we of used course, to have yeah. a much larger staff before Facebook shut us down, and we had um, some experts in the field that were that were really good at at uh, pointing out the the global hypocrisy of the U.S. foreign policy. And, um, you know, I try to do a little bit what I can now, but um, it's, it's much harder. These are much more in-depth articles to write about, uh, you know, about the foreign policy. Rachel Blevins was amazing at that, you know, and w- which is why she's moved on to bigger and better things, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you're right. The war is like the only thing government does. Uh, who said it? War is the health of the state. Is that Rothbard? 
Dude, uh, okay, I want to stop. I'm going to correct you there, though. Rachel Bev- Blevins hasn't moved on to better things, dude. You're you right, guys, right, right. <laughs> you guys are like the best. Not to- <laughs> yeah, you guys are like maybe the, the best thing viewership, on the internet, I should say. More viewership, right? <laughs> and I mean, much more money than we could pay her. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, as far as, as, far as that's she, she's maybe. On our, she's but, on RT now? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Still doing her yeah. own thing. She was also a victim of the purge. You know, she just because I guess she was related to us by writing for us, uh, had her page taken down. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know how that worked out. Um, but yeah, it worked so out for she, her though. Yeah, and she's still building her Twitter and a new Facebook account. So definitely go follow her. Nice. So yeah, uh, actually, Matt, hers got taken down after she got hired on at RT as well. Oh, interesting. Um, Wow. Yeah. Well, they they were cool. They ran a story almost immediately after it happened. And I, they might have had one of you guys on there. And I know they had Matt on there. Yeah, I was on there. I was uh, I was out at my cabin in the woods, dude. And I did. I had to like have like a fucking antenna out on the end of the wharf and stuff. And I was uh, <laughs> had my laptop sitting in the I was over the water. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was a stressful weekend when you watch your entire you know, last five or six years work, just fucking get flushed down the toilet in a matter of two hours. Yeah. It was crazy. Sure. We got hit on Facebook and we're like, fuck. And then like two hours later, we fucking Twitter's gone. I'm like, how in the fuck is that possible? And it all started that morning with YouTube. <laughs> That's right. I mean, this yeah. it was a coordinated effort across uh, the YouTube whole thing. was first for you guys. Yeah. YouTube started about eight, eight o'clock that morning. And then, wow. um, we got a strike. Yeah, and then I was—I finished work, and I was taking my son out to our cabin. And uh, Jason called me on the way out there and told me that Facebook got taken down, like everything, <laughs> even like my personal page, Rachel's personal page, all yeah. these personal pages got taken down. And then a couple hours after that, Twitter, and then you know, then my phone's blowing up. Jason, everybody wants to get us on and do interviews and shit. So yeah, it was really fucking—it was nuts, man. Mm. I never seen anything like that, I, and. You can, you know, say what you want, but like that's a fucking coordinated conspiracy to fucking. To oh yeah, for sure. Out, you know? It's not coincidence. <laughs> yeah, when we we started digging into the Atlantic Council and and, uh, and the other entities like that 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 uh-huh. were multi-platform censors that were making the policy to to try to weed us out and right. That's what happened. Damn crazy shit. It, what's <laughs> your thought on war? <laughs> yeah, man. What's your thought on this whole uh, Chaz thing? Uh, I, 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 I applaud like the experimental nature of it. Um, yeah. do I agree with the ideology behind it? I think, no, no, not at all. I think a lot of them are misguided. I think that I, you know, I saw some, uh, some videos on Facebook or Twitter yesterday where there was like a shooting and people were hurt right in there. The autonomous zone, right. Autonomous means we're supporting ourselves. We don't need any outside influences and they're calling 911 to <laughs> right. you know and and they and then the, they're like yelling at the ambulance to go in and the ambulance doesn't want to go in cuz there's fucking shooting and they and the cops wanted to come in before that it was just they were yelling at the ambulance to get in there I'm like dude the fucking ambulance is not part of your autonomy <laughs> you right, know? like right. you declared yourself separate from all this shit you right. can't you can't say oh we're going to rely on these state programs but not these you know that's right. not autonomy that's fucking that's your it's kind of revealing of the mentality entitlement yeah. yeah, yeah, very true. So, uh, I mean, I applaud what's going on. I think an experiment like that without police and everything is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll see I how it goes. I think <laughs> what happened next will be will be interesting as well because the Seattle mayor uh, said it's going to be disbanded now after the shooting, and apparently mm-hmm. they're not going to use police force to actually 
um, break up the whole thing and try to take it <laughs> down. Are they just so going to give everybody $100 bills? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to yeah, at this point. <laughs> How's that going to work out? <laughs> right. She's vowed not to use any police violence to clear it out. So it should be really okay. interesting to see how that'll that be a out. very interesting experiment right there to see if they can do that peacefully. I'm, I'm not uh, too uh, yeah, optimistic on how that's going to turn out. Um, you saw like that. Like how remember that you can relate this to the Bundy standoff in um, in Oregon. You know, at the wildlife refuge, uh, they never asked for shit. You know, they yeah. they they were like these dudes were fucking killing deer and cooking them at night. You know, they were there. Everybody there had two AR-15s. You know, they were standing off with hand. feds and huh? one for each hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and they had, the, you had people on the left calling for them to be firebombed and, and slaughtered and shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's the same right now as we're seeing, you know, you have the conservative, like, like a lot of the conservative base telling you to tell them to, to send the riot police in and clear out these bums and stuff. I'm like, can't be for, you know, you can't selectively enforce people's rights to, to try to declare sovereignty against the government and stand up. You can't, it's, there's no partisanship in that you either support, standing up against the state or you don't, you know, right. there's no, you can't be selective in that. Well, that's what happens when you don't have principles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hey man, like, uh, I would, I would love to have you guys on again sometime. If we can set that up, that would be like totally amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. Okay. I'm sorry. I, there was a crazy start to this and I, I really apologize, man. I, <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, I'm it, coming on. And then, the, the dog got out and, and he, yeah, that's crazy. No, like, like, dude, I, I've actually had my dog run away before. I have like a Belgium shepherd mutt and she's like huge. And I, I think like when I had her for like a week or something, like, uh, she like, like escaped and I was like, you know, chasing her around the neighborhood. It was like scary as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh man, I, I do not. I didn't even know about that. Though, dude. <laughs> what what did, did, that, did that happen to me? No, I don't think you ever told me that. Yeah, like, so I, I chased the dog around the neighborhood, and then, like, eventually, like, the dog just got away, so, like, I just went home, and oh, eventually, eventually, the dog just came back home, and I haven't had it happen since then, luckily, wow. but the dog is really smart about getting out of her uh, leash. Mm. It, it's, it's like somebody has trained her Brazilian jiu-jitsu moves to get out of her leash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, dog. It's like, oh. you, you have to watch that dog when, when you walk her, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, um, guys, uh, so this podcast is brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom Podcast, hosted by Moral Bob. We have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. If you type in the code PRL, you'll receive a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and you use the code PRL2, you'll receive a 20% discount. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? Soldiers and cards in the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. You support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power